Thank you, <coughs> Richard. So, um, everybody listening, what's your COVID recovery plan? Because there's a sense that people are turning a corner. Um, <coughs> I hope you're learning from today's sermon that ours here is to energize people for the Lord Jesus Christ and the gospel um, in their souls, in their minds, and in their bodies. Children, I want you to list, if you can, ways that you could be part of church going forward and show others how amazing Jesus is. You, could you read the Bible in our meetings? Could you pray for people or tell us how we can pray for you? Could you tell us your school, uh, what you go through there so we can pray for you? Could you make cookies or cards for lonely people in church going forward to help them recover from a difficult year? Get listing how you might be able to be a vital part of church going forward. A good church leaves people in a better way than when it found them. And that is basically the recovery plan. Church finds people, leaves them in a better place than they were when they were found. That's what Jesus does. I got a few key texts. Here's the first thing we want to do as part of our recovery plan going forward. This is in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, this church, this gospel, we do not lose heart. Rather, we renounce secret and shameful ways. Together in church to recover, we renounce secret and shameful things together. And that's going to do everybody a whole lot of good going forward. Jesus is the recovery plan for planet earth and his church. But from what? What really do we need to recover from? After the last two years. Well Jesus causes people to flourish. But in what way? Well it's not wishy-washy type stuff actually. It's not like watching a Disney movie. Here's a worrying truth about many of us. That we need to recover from. And that church and Jesus helps with. We've become worse human beings in lockdown. Than before. Now that is just a fact for so many of us. We need to recover from ourselves. That's why the first key part of our recovery plan in everything we're putting on going forward is we renounce secret and shameful things. All sorts of bad tempers, addictions, angry thoughts, festering paranoia against loved ones and friends has grown in our isolation. It's shown us what we can be like without church regularly part of us and we need to realize that here i certainly do we need to renounce these things going forward there's no recovery plan unless we do repent of our sins because otherwise we just gather back together and get busy but we're all people still of full of secret and shameful things that we're afraid to talk about and address why is jesus central in everything we want to see here in park n because he's trustworthy to deal with these things. And he breeds trustworthy church family who understand we're sinners and that we can confess sins to in a protected environment and renounce secret and shameful things. We march on together. Jesus makes people clean. He's the recovery plan. We can be forgiven and Christ-like. 
when we gather together in church and repent and confess our sins. The plan here for us to recover is to walk in light together. We don't just have a Christ who forgives, but a Christ who changes your lives. Here's the second key text. I've only got a couple. It's a short to talk today because I knew I'd take time with the other stuff. Um, the second key text to how do we recover and what's the plan? It's this. We do it all together. Together. Here's the second text. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. And let us consider how, which is what we've been doing all morning, we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Not sinful and shameful deeds in isolation. We don't give up meeting together, as some have become in the habit of doing, but we encourage one another. And all the more as you see that day coming, that great final day of Jesus' return. I don't know if you know this, but studies show that those who stick at this faith of ours regularly attend church. Isn't that funny? They're not necessarily passionate witnesses or preachers or do five-hour Bible readings every day. And all that stuff is fine and good, but it's just regular connection to God's people. It's how we carry on to recover and become like Christ. That's the thing that Jesus uses most. Church. Togetherness. His Spirit moves in church and changes people in church and the sacraments together. I shared earlier in my other bit, uh, there are churches closing for good. I hear about them every week. And I was thinking this, it's easy to blame the decline of church on church leaders, which by the way is most definitely right to do sometimes. But over the years, society has dropped and churches declined and not helping people recover from their issues in life, it's often this as well. Members have a sort of take-it-or-leave-it attitude to church. We'll dip in here one month, and we'll leave it for two months. We'll come back then. That's not going to work with the recovery plan of Jesus and his church. They've stopped meeting together. Scripture is clear. Meet together when you can, and you shall recover, body, mind, and soul. Society will recover if you are enthusiastic about church. So let me ask you a personal question, and I ask it myself a lot as well. If we want church and our surrounding community to flourish and recover and come to Jesus for life, how seriously do you take going to church and the things you hear there as compared to going to school or seeing your family or friends or another work meeting or a sporting event? How seriously do you take that going forward? Because Hebrews is telling us if we should meet, we, if we can meet, we should. And that's where real life happens. It's a complete lie. The church is starting to believe that this is a bubble that we do on Sunday and out there is the real world. Monday is the real world. 
The Bible says this is the real world that lasts forever. Church inherits the world. Out there is a transitory bubble which just comes and goes. In here we get life, everlasting life that lasts forever. And if church members forget that and only swan in once every six months, society flops, which is what we've been seeing. So recovery plan, meet together with your friends or come to this building, house groups, whatever. Get in touch with your church family again. Um, my last but one, I think. Um, I just want to say that point. I'm here for you if it's time for a new start. I'm backing you all the way in 2021. And I'm with you as your friend and your pastor or minister. And Jesus is backing you too. Here's a key text. Number three. Get into good works for Jesus. Recovery plan. You start doing something good for the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe your recovery plan includes joining your local church and then Jesus causes you, yes, you, little ones listening and the older ones listening, you to be a key soldier in helping other people recover this year. Will Jesus take your talents, gifts, and make you a glorious servant? See, Jesus, when he forgives us, he takes us away from bending in on ourselves and always talking about us and worrying about us and me, I'm obsessed with me. And he lifts us up to him and other people. And he calls us to do good things for his kingdom, for other people, and care for them. And guess what? You'll find a lot of your issues fall in place then when you do that as well. So you, are you being called to good works? Here's the text. Um, Acts chapter 2, 42. The early, the early church devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship together, to breaking of bread, to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders that the apostles did. And listen to this. All the believers were together and had everything in common. And they sold property and gave away possessions to anyone who had a need. Doing good works for each other really helps turn the world upside down. One of the things I love about Park End Church is it's great at looking out for each other. Cleaning for people. Encouraging people. Emailing. Driving people places. Visiting. Sharing possessions. Delivering meals picking up children, um, dog walking for people. We, and they found a way to do that, even in lockdown, legally, within government restrictions. Um, it's great. My heart goes out to you if you're not a Christian and you're carrying life's burdens on your own without Jesus and his church family. It is a cracker's way to live. You're blind. Cry out to Jesus to see a better way of living. And join this church here. You'll find a family. Jesus stepped out of heaven to help us. So this year we're stepping out of our front doors and comfort zones to help you. And church members, are you now thinking and praying on how you can do that going forward? Fourth key text. Jesus-centered unity in church in everything we do going forward. If you join us here, you're going to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to this. John chapter 17. This is Jesus praying. Father, I'm in them and you're in me so that they, my people, may be brought to complete 
unity. Then the world will know that you sent me, Father, and have loved them as much as you've loved me. What does Jesus say there? He said, when do people take notice of church? When do people who need recovery see, oh, there's a church over there that care about me? When does that happen? When does church have an impact? Jesus says, when they're united. When church are united, the world starts to believe that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Park Enders are full of people who are completely different. My closest friends in Park End like really questionable music. I'm not looking in any one direction in this room necessarily. Questionable music, odd food, and their sense of humor. I remember when I was doing Bible Hour every night and people, Park Enders were writing jokes and chat. I understood about 1% of them and they had to be explained to me. In my opinion, if it's not Jim Carrey, it's not funny. But Park Enders disagree on that. So how can we be united? Well, the answer is, all that stuff, whatever. According to Jesus, the mission statement for a recovering church and a recovering society that we all need to be a part of, how to heal the world is this. We believe the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. We've got nothing else to bind us, but there's nothing better that binds us. That's why church is so glorious. So everything we're running, Jesus-centered, so that we become Jesus-centered people. And now to close the passage, the last passage that Ricky B. read, um, for true recovery. This is at the heart of a healthy church, an effective church, and this captures the heart of everything you've heard today about all the things we're planning to do. How to change the world. How to change you. Here we go. It's Ephesians 4, 17 to 24, and I just close by rattling off the verses. Non-Christians, if you're listening, you think a certain way. In your thoughts, you reject God, and you feed on dark things. You are what you eat. You are what you think. Listen again to this passage, 17 to 19 of Ephesians 4. So I tell you this, and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the non-Christians do, in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. We've got to confess our sins, otherwise we're ignorant to the life of God. I read today, this is the definition of addiction. When you run to the problem and think it's the solution. In church, Jesus is the solution to your recovery of everything you've been through in COVID. Alright, so we got to put all that stuff off. As he says in verse 22, you were taught with regard to your former way of thinking when you were not part of church to put off your old self, which has been corrupted by deceitful desires. Therefore, and we close with this, you need to be connected to a church that affects the way you think, act, and feel 
That is why we lift up Christ here. That's our message. Think on Him. Feed your mind to be made new in the attitudes of your mind. Put on a new self. A Jesus-centered self going forward this year. Welcome to Park End Church. We're a Jesus-centered church. That will help you recover. Together we walk in light. Together. Doing good works for church and the community. Which takes us outside of ourselves. We're united in Jesus. And we think, speak and feel him. All the days of our life. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.